Welcome you guys back to Andre and the Cruise Podcast. This is your host, Mr. Andre himself. And today, we're actually just going to be just talking about a little bit of wrestling around here in these streets. I know y'all like, what? Some wrestling? That's different. Now, I'm trying to get back into the... Um, basically back into the wrestling world a little bit here and there well i tried my best but you know you know how it is when you watch wrestling for a while you, sometimes you can watch it forever sometimes you can't so it, it all depends you know what i'm saying so for the wrestling topic today i'm just gonna basically go off the top of my head about some past wrestling stuff that i've seen and done with myself well, not done. I, I don't wrestle, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, that I've seen from from the company. It's mostly WWE. Uh, of course, I had my experience with TNA Impact. Uh, a little bit of Ring of Honor. Not a lot. Uh, not a lot of the classic ECW. Uh, I had the Rise and Fall of the ECW tape. But other than that, I have very small uh, knowledge on the ECW brand and what they were. I know wrestlers that came from there and wrestled from there, but I can't say I know everything about ECW like that because that's not how that works for me. So, basically, yeah, we could actually talk about that. So, basically, we'll just go through different things of wrestling related, and we'll just we'll just we'll, we'll do it like that way instead. So, first off, let's talk about let's talk about ECW. So ECW back in the day was known as Extreme Championship Wrestling, or for older folks, it was known as Eastern yeah. Championship Wrestling. Now, before they turned to Extreme Championship Wrestling, it was uh, Eastern Wrestling, and they had some good shows, good matches, and things like that that I can remember. Uh, I'm not 100% sure what it was all about like that when it was just Eastern Championship Wrestling, but eventually from Eastern Championship Wrestling came ECW, Extreme Championship Wrestling. And that would end up happening after Shane Douglas fought, was that Two Cold Scorpio in the main event uh, for the ECW Championship, ironically. And once that happened, uh, you got a great Shane Douglas promo basically saying, yeah, okay, uh, this is great and stuff. I'm like all all these championships and all the people who ever held this championship can kiss my a word. And he now required now he's known now he's changing the Eastern Championship to the ECW Championship. So that was that was a very interesting promo, very bold for him to come out there and and like yeah no nah, this is now Eastern Championship Wrestling. Um, so I was like, okay, that's what's up, that's what's up. I mean, that's different, different. Uh, from there on, they started getting, basically from there on, that's when they really started rising up the ranks of wrestling world and things like that. Like I said, you had Shane Douglas over there, uh, called himself the franchise Shane Douglas. You had, uh, of course, Tuco Scorpio, like I said, he was over there before. You know, these are wrestlers before they jumped over to the WWE and WCW and things like that. Most of these guys made their name in ECW. So when you had wrestlers like that coming through, then you had um, eventually Taz, Sabu, Rob Van Dam, Jeremy Lin. You had um, the Sandman, Tommy Dreamer. You had FBI, the full-blooded Italians. Um, you had the Dudleys. You had the Super Destroyers. You had 
You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm about to, I can keep it going. You know what I'm saying? It was just EC, ACW had so much stuff going on there. So it was like, wow, they have a lot of these guys and gals, Francine and uh, Don Marie. I can talk those two top. I can name off the top of my head that they came through and basically helped made ECW what it is and what it supposed to be. So with them taking over the extreme style of wrestling and bringing that to the mainstream TV and things like that, see, that's exactly when they separate themselves from WCW and WWF at that time and basically made them known to the world. Like, holy crap, okay, we got a lot of these uh, fantastic in-ring competitors and things like that, which was always awesome because, you know, they was known, they, they're known for extreme championship wrestling, but they're also known for other things. Which makes it even better for them because that's what they should be known. They should be known for more than just extreme championship wrestling. Uh, of course, we have people sh watching the shows and stuff. Yes, they have the very extreme styles, the flaming tables, the head chair shots. You had things like that. But at the same time, you also had them putting on fantastic wrestling from the likes of the Chris Benoit's, the Chris Jericho's, the Demolinko's, the Luchador style of Rey Mysterio, Huvitu Guerrero, Cyclosis, Super Crazy, to Jerry. You know, they had a mixture of both. And you, you can't say that for a lot of a lot of places didn't have both. They, they only had one or the other. You know what I'm saying? One or the other. So with, with them doing that, with them setting their own style and being who they are, we jump forward, not even jump forward. We we jump to a point to where they start their names start getting hotter, and their pay per views are great. And their the problem was was the money. Money has always been the main problem with WCW. They um whenever um what's his name? Whenever Paul Heyman, sorry, I had a I don't know why I had a brain fart. Whenever Paul Heyman officially took over WCW, and WCW became his home and things and. He ran WCW. It was the money problems, and and that sucked because, of course, we all know, and I personally feel like if WCW had money, that can keep running against these guys, especially the big names. They most likely would have been able to go ahead and beat out a lot of the. I mean, basically took over the wrestling industry. I don't know how how far it would go. You know, eventually WCW. Cost its own death, you know, doing their idiotic storyline. And WWE brought that out. Now, ECW, on the other hand, if they had the money, if they was on the same money level as WCW in WWE, I don't know. I don't know if they would have been able to keep it pushing and eventually take over the, you know, take over the top and be like head to head with WWE. I don't know if they would have been able to change, and that's where you get the Ring of Honors and Tina Impact. I don't know if those keep going. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't know because they did a lot of their extreme stuff way earlier in their um, in their history. But by the time they got on TV and, and all that other stuff, they pretty much done everything they needed to do to showcase their top-of-the-line product. So it makes it very, very difficult for them to keep it to keep it pushing like that when you already did as much as you could and now all of a sudden now you uh you get the T V deals and stuff. Now it's like, okay, well, crap. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh well crap, we 
we've done a lot of we've done a lot of things here and it's really hard for us to keep up now post after that you know after all that and stuff now we hear this we're kind of struggling just a tad bit just to keep ahead of the game which that like i said that that pretty that pretty much sucks that uh that happened to him but you know that's that's how sometimes that's how the business is you, you don't get you don't get to hit that top of the mountain until late and then when it's late now you have to somehow keep it pushing which that of course that did not happen that well you know what i'm saying so looking at talent wise and things like that i think those ecw had it ecw easily had it i don't think anybody else i don't think we can argue and say nah they didn't have it they easily 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 have it in my personal opinion i don't i don't see how they did not have it you know what i'm saying and then outside of that part and money and money I, they set up a lot of things to continue succeeding into the near into the future and things like that. Uh, what I mean by that, you have well, you 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 tune you, you tune into the show, right? You tune into the show, and you see all this run, wonderful wrestling going on and things. You know, it's like, oh, okay, okay, we're lit lit around here. That's that's what's up. We're lit. That's that's great. But what's next, type deal? And I think that's where WCW, I mean, not WCW, that's when ECW kind of fell fell off a tad bit. But if, if if I could take a look at it, and right now, if I could put ECW and have it go on a little bit longer, and what kind of wrestlers that could have been in that production, that product, let me, let me speak English, to be involved with that company going forward, especially with new wrestlers here and now, I can name off a lot of people. You have guys, CM Punk. Uh, a guy like Brock Lesnar would have thrived in that tr uh, in that situation. Don't forget, he came in; he was already a monster. Now, all you're doing now, you're going ahead and telling him, "All right, hey, so yeah, um, we need we're gonna have you be the face of this company. You know, we're gonna have you uh, be a monster among men in this company. You know, you're Brock Lesnar; you're gonna be that guy, and then you have that guy." Along with player, a lot of players, along with a lot of wrestlers like CM Punk, like Daniel Bryan, like John Moxley, like um, oh, I got I got to think of names now. Those those are the main three I can think of off the top of my head at this moment. Maybe guys like Shelton Benjamin, Charlie Haas would have went over there instead of WWE because the world greatest tag team starting off in WC in ECW would have been crazy names from the back there in the past we probably wouldn't even think of that that would have been up in there would have definitely would have been in there um guys like aj styles potentially you know what i'm saying guys who went to the ring of honor um samola joe uh if anybody nowadays maybe seth rollins before he went to the wwf when he was uh uh tyler black maybe he would have went uh antonio uh, cesaro and chris hero Maybe those two would have went. Kings of Wrestling. Uh, Sarah Dere, she probably would have went over there before she decided to become a, a, a trainer for the WWE. So there's a lot of names that I just named off right there that potentially could have went over there and did their thing. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, WCW wasn't around to keep going, which, eh, that sucks. So personally, if I could take a look, if I let me take, let me find, let me grab my DVD for the Rise and Fall of ECW real quick as soon as I can find it because 
there's a handful of matches. I mean, they had uh, uh, some great matches on that DVD to where I want to talk about them a little bit more in details here because I want to show, I want to tell you guys how it was. So, handful of matches they had on here. So, they only had seven matches. It's Rise and Fall ECW. So, they was talking about all the nitty-gritty of the show, of the history of ECW, which was, like I said, excellent to watch and things like that. So, seven matches. I'm going to tell y'all because I watched all seven matches before. And they all really good matches. First off, you had the Pitbulls. The Pitbulls was one of the biggest tag teams in EC that came out of ECW. Easily, it was a great tag team. They was over majorly and things like that. Uh, they took on Raven and Stevie Richards. See, I forgot about Raven off the top of my head. I forgot about Raven. Uh, Raven was a great guy too for ECW. Of course, he does even he ended up doing more great work for TNA later on down in his career. So you had him and his uh, ECW staple and his rivalry with Tommy Dreamer, or was that Sandman's rivalry with Tommy Dreamer? No, it was it was it was it was Raven and Tommy Dreamer. They, their rivalry that was fantastic to uh, hear them talk about that. That was crazy. I was like, well, holy crap, man! You guys went like balls to the wall for this. this. That's that's what's up. All that just for uh, one guy to keep it pushing. <laughs> so yes, that that was a pretty that was a really good tag team. I thought the Pitbulls was gonna just win. GG, no competition. But no, nah, Raven and Stevie Richards they they did their own thing. Of course, you know Stevie Richards he. Became more known for his uh, Blue World Order gimmick. Him and Blue Mini. And I'm forgetting that other guy's name. But having having them there. Yeah, that, that, helped, that helped push them and their comedy gimmick more than anything. And that's awesome though. That's, that's, that was awesome to see. That was, that was pretty awesome to see. And watching them get bigger names and things like that. So... And that was by himself. That's not with Raven. That's on his own. That's, that's on doing his own thing is what happened there. So that was, um, yeah, that, that was awesome. That was definitely, definitely awesome for him because he definitely needed that. Then you keep it pushing. You had, like I said, they had classic luchador wrestling, Rey Mysterio versus Cyclosis. They wrestled in a two out of three pinfalls match. Definitely, definitely a fantastic match. If you have not seen it, go definitely go out your way to go watch it. That was a really good match. They had some epic matches in ECW. I, I don't fault anybody that was coming from Japan and, and, and Mexico that was going through the ranks. You know, Rey Mysterio, Cyclosis, Hubitu Guerrero, Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, Chavo Guerrero, all them guys, they were just trying to get their names to bigger stages, so they made their stop in ECW. They was able to showcase the world what they could do with ECW, and then they had to go. You know, they had to keep it pushing. You know, which makes sense. You know I mean, yeah, their their names, but you know, they have to keep it going. So it was awesome watching them go through, wrestle the way they wrestle, showcase what they can do, and then you know they had to keep it pushing. The fans knew about it. You know, that I yeah, that's that sucks. But you know they gotta they gotta go they got <laughs> they gotta keep making their names bigger and bigger, which they end up doing. And they all not all, they, all besides I want to say Chavo became world champions. I don't think Hoovitu uh, and uh, Cyclosis didn't for the like WCW, ECW, and TNA Ring of Honor. They might they might have been world champions in there, but I, I, don't, I don't I don't remember them actually winning those championships. Fact check. Somebody fact check for me. Let me know. Somebody fact check. Let me know. I, I'm not 100% sure. Uh, Mikey 
Whip Wreck and the Sandman. That was a interesting match. I I didn't know much nothing about Mr. Mikey, so watching him get the wrestling perform, I was like, okay, okay, this guy's pretty pretty cool, pretty cool, pretty cool. But you know, I wasn't like <laughs> it's it's different. That's all I like to say it was it was different. I, I don't I didn't know what else to say about him, quite honestly. I never saw him wrestle until the end, and that was a pretty good match. They had like a ladder match or whatever. Uh, Sandman was already doing a gimmick that Stone Cold ended up getting. You know, he was smoking and drinking on his way to the ring. And, of course, you had Stone Cold Steve Austin out there after getting fired from WCW. Uh, they just basically gave him a mic and let him just talk out his frustration with WCW, Eric Bischoff, and things like that. That was smart from Paul Heyman. And of course, Paul Heyman knew that Steve Austin wasn't for ECW. You know, he might have had some matches here and there. But he had a bigger following, you know, we got to get this guy to WWE, sadly, you know, we don't want to, but we have to, you know, he's a bigger name than what we are doing here in EC. He's going to be an even bigger name than he is right now in ECW. That's sadly, that was the reality. You had Tuco Scorpio versus, of course, one of the original guys. I keep forgetting about Sabu, the homicidal, suicidal, genocidal, death-defining maniac and Sabu. Sabu was that guy. He was that boy. That man, woo! Like he didn't say no to anything. I'm like, dog, how you like? I, I, how how you doing that, my guy? How you doing that? Why, why you doing that? You know what I'm saying? Type deals. Like, okay, well, you shouldn't do that, but you know, <laughs> I can't fault him for not wanting to do that and put on a showcase of the mortals and things like that. So Sabu was uh, was definitely a guy that um, underrated. I don't know. I'll say probably underrated. He, him and Taz's few. Feel over the ECW World Championship, one of the best, you know, crazy, crazy stuff. The highlights, highlights are real. Tommy Dreamer versus Raven. I talked about them already. Their monstrous feud. Uh, I believe Tommy Dreamer was going to play. I don't think. I think Tommy Dreamer was planning on not winning a championship throughout his whole career or his whole term while he was with um, ECW. I want to say, and I think he said he really didn't want to win a match against Raven either. But, you know, Raven was headed. Raven made a mistake, and that was heading over to WCW. I guess, let me take that back. It's not a mistake. He did what he thought was best for him. You know what I'm saying? Him and his family. So, I'm not going to say, oh, man, that was a mistake. You went over there, dog. You should have just you should have just stayed here and bossed it out out here. No, I, I, I can't say that. Because, you know, at the end of the day, wrestlers need to get their money. So, I'm not about to say, ah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, I would have, I probably would have stayed, but you know, money talks. You know, money does talk. Of course, uh, Taz versus Bam Bam Bigelow, another fantastic. That 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 was a great match. That was, I think, that was the first time that two wrestlers. Let me see. Let me think. I think that's the first time that two uh, that they did the ring break because Taz had. Um, Bam Bam in a in the Taz mission, and then Bam Bam basically just dropped back and through the ring. It was like the first time everybody was like, "Holy crap, what just happened?" Type deal. It was like, "Oh wow, okay, that's what's up." Oh, uh, huh, this is different. We wasn't expecting this. So yeah, that was yeah, that was lit. That was fantastic. Then you have finally the last thing on this DVD was Rob Van Dam versus Jeremy Lamb. Uh, Rob Van Dam definitely made his career in ECW. The man was like WCW heavyweight champ, WCW television champion 
for so long. I think it was like 400 days or some crap, 700 days. or It, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. He held that title for a very, very, very long time. And I was like, that's what's up. That's that's he's he's lit. He's awesome. RVD is always awesome. So them having their feud and matches, highlights for ECW too. So I'm like, man, y'all like, man, WCW, uh, ECW really put on a showcase of the Immortals out here. You know what I'm saying? I wish, you know, I wish we could see more from them. And those just that was just seven matches. That does include like other matches and stuff. That does include other other things that happen later on. So. This getting from what we got from that, from the DVD, I'm like, I'm a big fan already, you know. But like I said, tragically, the they didn't have the money to keep it pushing. So they had to, they end up falling off with that sucks because they did a lot of their work just to try to get to the top. And the fact that you could almost argue that it was all for nothing, but I can't say it's all for nothing because they did make a big mark in the wrestling world. A lot of your favorites probably now would have most likely been a superstar over there for them and things like that. So man, that sucks, but that's that's kind of like the wrestling business. Um all the whole ECW, uh WWE tried to bring back ECW in 2006, which I thought was gonna be awesome. Little did I know that's when I was introduced to the this is WWE's WCW. So this is not the same, nowhere near close to same. So the fact that you think that you're gonna get what you want, that that's not what's happening here. So that was the first time. That's when I opened my eyes up to more how WWE run their business. Uh, TNA has done like back in the past. TNA did a lot of uh, ECW return guys and girls for their uh, shows, which yeah, it was alright. I mean, it was kind of weird, you know. It's twenty it's twenty ten. You got ECW versus TNA type deal, you know. Or what was it, EV 2.0 or some crap versus TNA? And it, it was weird. I'm not gonna lie. It was it was kind of weird, and it's kind of dry because you didn't really. It didn't hit the same. It didn't hit the same. I forgot about uh, Cassius Jack was over there. Uh, Mick Foley and his anti extreme gimmicks. Uh, legendary Terry Funk. You know now I'm remembering names. You know uh, they was over there kicking it up, kicking up dust, and doing what they do best. So. Yeah, things like that. That yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Do I need to say anything else? Uh, not really. Uh, only, only, the only other thing I thought that was close to what ECW would have been in the future would have been Ring of Honor, and because I felt like they had the same production style and same, pretty much the same goal with wrestling in them, with the wrestling and extreme stuff and all that mixed into one bag, and that is Ring of Honor. I definitely uh, opposite to what WWE and even WC and any TNA was doing because TNA, yeah, they did some crazy stuff, but TNA was doing also had dumb things going. So, Ring of Honor, in my opinion, would have been ECW reborn. You know, if if they got the money. Once again, another situation where the money wasn't there. Right now, I know some people probably there's probably people out there that compares AEW to ECW. And I will 1,000% disagree at this moment in time. Main reason why, uh, AEW at this moment has focused a lot of their attention on signing names that made their names, ironically, in WWE, to be honest. Now they have picked up TN, uh, Ring of Honor, and I think he's planning on keeping Ring of Honor running. 
cool and stuff, but you still have a monster roster. There's a very huge roster full of talent here. And I don't know how far that's going to get you so far. I mean, it's going to get you far. It's going to get you some. It's going to get you some clicks here and there because people want to see, you know, their favorites on the um, brand doing what they do to see them back on TV. I mean, I'm fine with Keith Lee and all them people being on there. But in the same breath, I'm like, you guys are signing a lot of freaking people, and I don't know if that's smart because. You can only sign so many people before you have too much. And then once you have too much, what do you go from there? But that's AEW's problem. I'll talk about AEW eventually, but not right now. I'm not going to talk about them uh, right now. Um, I think that's it. I think that's it. I mean, it's not a long podcast or anything like that. I just want to talk a little bit about some wrestling. Uh, I think the next wrestling one, uh, I think I would dive more into TNA. And then after TNA, we'll dive into, let's say, we can dive into uh, WWE. And what we do there is, a, well, that'd be like a two-parter. WWE would be a two-parter. It'll be a part one and a part two. And then, of course, AEW, that's a part one and a part two by itself. Oh, no. No, they're just one. They'll just be a one long. It might be a lot of rants, but it might not be. For AEW, you know, they do they do do some things I'm cool with, but then at the same time, I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah, okay, 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 that's what's up. Uh, that's it. So thank y'all for listening and watching. And you know, we keep it pushing here. Um, I have not reviewed anything or nothing, so you have not really missed anything from the last episode. But uh, check out the podcast on any platform that you're listening to. Thanks for liking us. Uh, like I said, you can um, you can rate us on Spotify. Give us that five-star rating, two-star rating, three-star, whatever rating you give, and give out a personal opinion. If you have any topics, please let us know. This is Andre and the crew, so crew members will be listening in, wondering, you know, what kind of ideas our fans want to see. And eventually, we will be going live live on like youtube and twitch and stuff like that while we talk about our topics and things so that, that's coming sooner than y'all think so watch out for that uh other than that check out and mr andre 94 on youtube and twitch we've been live streaming some games we've been playing some 2k we've been playing some Yu-Gi-Oh. we've been playing some uh we've been playing a lot of stuff play so if you like any of that kingdom hearts naruto demon slayer sometimes it's pac-man Yu-Gi-Oh, nba wwe Andre, Mr. Andre 94 for you. If you like Call of Duty, um, Battlegrounds like that, uh, check out Big Triple Four Cat on YouTube. And if you like Elden Ring and role-playing games like that, uh, check out Insane Art Kaysman on YouTube also. Other than that, I'll see y'all guys next week or whenever I decide to upload something else. <laughs>